Welcome everyone to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Schaffner, and I'm thrilled to introduce a new friend, Dane Johnson, about creating a healing response with IBD. Dane Johnson is the founder and CEO of Crohn's Colitis Lifestyle and a board-certified nutritionist specializing in reversing Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis. Dane has a really impactful story and he shares his passion and his program and clinical pearls about how he recovered and how he helps others recover from IBD. I hope you enjoy this conversation today with Dane Johnson. Welcome everyone to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Schaffner, and today I'm with a new friend, Dane Johnson, and we're going to be talking all about creating a healing response, especially around IBD, and that is inflammatory bowel disease. And so welcome, Dane. It's such an honor to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Christine. I'm excited to be here. I'm grateful to be here. And everyone listening, let's manifest this to be a powerful, life-changing podcast. Let's get aha moments. Let's learn, let's implement, and let's get a healing response. Oh, I love that. And, you know, you have a big story, you know, Mm -hmm. and you're coming to this conversation from a depth of experience that often shapes our trajectory in life, right? Mm -hmm. And shapes our knowing. And, you know, it's something to be with a patient or client and say, I've been there. I've done that. I get this. I know I I get you. I know we could spend the whole podcast talking about this amazing story of really triumph that you've gone through, but maybe just so we introduce you to my community a little bit about like how you got to like being an expert in IBD. Yeah. So first off, the is, is really understanding the why and purpose of it all. I think we have to start with the mind and I want to communicate to everyone listening is, you know, pain turns to purpose. Leaders mm-hmm. are shaped and created through hard times and resilience and not knowing, but yes. walking forward anyways. That's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. I walk forward as a, as a leader, as someone willing to take back my life and do what it takes to be open, vulnerable, and to wake up every day with, with a purpose to, to heal and help others heal. And we work better as a team. It's a lot easier to get out of a prison if there's a hundred of us or a million of us than if it's just mm. one of us. And when I was chronically sick, it was just me. And I just was mm. so alone. And I think that was a big part of why I failed for so many years. So everyone out there who's really sick and dealing with this, you know, the first thing I want to say as we start talking is there's so much you can do now and there's so much, so many mm-hmm. places you can move and learn and implement that was not really there for me when I first got sick. So I, uh, I'm about to be 37 now and I had my first symptoms of IBD mm-hmm. when I was 19 years old and I started seeing blood oh, in the wow. stool and I was a college kid and I was drinking beer because that's mm-hmm. what people do. And I was eating pizza because that's yeah, what people do. And I was eating both from Virginia, and yeah. I'm from Virginia, just <laughs> like you. Right. And, and, and so I, I worked at Papa John's pizza yeah. when I was 14. I had my dad sign something so I could go to work and make $5 an hour when I was 14 years old. And, and I worked at uh, Domino's and then I, you know, I worked at, and I ate fast food every day and I had 2% milk with Cheerios and I didn't yeah. grow up around natural medicine. My family didn't know anything about yeah. it. We didn't know anything about organic food in the nineties. Mm-hmm. You know, we just kind of ate what was in front of yeah. us. It was like snack wells. Yeah. Right? Lunchables. Yeah. Life yeah. cereal, 2% <laughs> milk, you know, yeah. whatever. I mean, sometimes both my parents worked. We just kind of eat whatever was in the house, but I, I didn't really mm-hmm. get sick back then. I just noticed a lot of bloating and gas and fatigue. I remember being 15 years old after lunch at school with that, you know, poor mm-hmm. quality f- school food. And I noticed I couldn't keep my eyes open. 
So looking back, mm -hmm. I do notice that maybe if you're relating with that, that you're completely exhausted after you eat or you get a lot of bloating and gas or you're getting acne. These are signs of something happening at the gut level, at the hormone level, mm -hmm. okay, at the metabolic level. And so when I look back, I now recognize them, but you, we can act now. Mm -hmm. So in my story, I it started with, I think a lot of us, it started with stress, major stressful event, then started getting more symptoms, finally got the courage mm -hmm. to tell my parents, go to the doctor. I was diagnosed mm -hmm. first with left-sided colitis, ulcerative colitis. And mm -hmm. over time, then it was, okay, you actually don't have, a, uh, you see you have Crohn's disease, it's widespread. And that was at mm -hmm. uh, UCLA. At this point, I was living in Los Angeles. I moved from California, went to LA to follow some dreams. Mm -hmm. And then I was going to Cedar sinai and UCLA, and they were going back mm -hmm. and forth with, it's ulcerative colitis, no, it's Crohn's disease. No, it's ulcerative colitis, mm -hmm. it's Crohn's disease. No, it's Crohn's, it's ulcerative colitis with gastritis. So eventually I just, okay, I have Crohn's colitis. I have inflammation widespread through my GI tract. And at mm -hmm. first it was just what a lot of us might be noticing with gut health issues, whether it's, uh, you know, Crohn's colitis or other autoimmune issues is that your gut's not working. You're constantly bloated. You get diarrhea. You got cramping. Maybe you're getting blood in the stool like I was, mucus. And so I started going on prednisone, Lyalda, uh, so five ASAs, mm -hmm. prednisone, and they would help. Then they would stop working. And I was on and off prednisone for four years. So I'd go taper mm -hmm. 60 milligrams, taper down, stop working, go oh, back up to 60, best. taper down. Mm -hmm. And then when those weren't working, the doctor's saying, let's go to a little stronger stuff. So I started using immunomodulators. So that's where I started using methotrexate. Uh, that's where I started using 6MP. 6MP, I had a terrible reaction uh, where I had liver issues with that. And I you know, had cold sweats and fevers and I couldn't get up out of bed and no energy and lost tons of weight. So we immediately moved off of that one. And you know, and then you start reading the warning labels around these that, hey, you could get certain forms of cancer from taking these medications long-term. And I'm 23 at the time. Yeah, it's scary. I'm not a doctor. I'm, yeah. I'm just listening to my mom. I'm listening to my yeah. dad. I'm listening to the doctor. He's the doctor and he's at UCLA right. and he's been doing this for 30 yeah. years. Who right. am I? Right. He knows what he's doing. How right. many of us can relate with that on this? How many of you guys out there can just relate? Mm -hmm. It's not that we're trying to, you know, be a rebel. It's just we're going through yeah. the system and our experience is terrible and we can't keep up with it. And what are we going to do next? And that might be why a lot of us got here today. We don't know where else to turn. And so I wasn't ready yet. And one of the big things I want to teach you today is you have to become the CEO of your health. You have to become fully responsible for what's happening in your life. That's the new age. That's the world. Back in the 1800s, you yeah. had to be responsible. Then we went through this, uh, this illusion that we could outsource our health. Guess what? Back to reality. We can't. So we have to take full responsibility for it. And it took me a lot of years to get to that. Through, through my story, it was a lot of pain to come to that. So at that time of immunomodulators, I still was not taking full responsibility. I was still a victim with who got something I never deserved. I had an incurable IBD, a disease, IBD, that was causing me 12, 15 bloody bowel movements a day, weight loss, cystic acne, cramping, pain, urgency, diarrhea, gastritis. I would wake up two times a night or I couldn't sleep to use the restrooms. I would lose control of my bowels. I was having you know issues, serious reactions on uh, prednisone, covered in acne from the prednisone, moon face, uh, headaches, nausea, mm. migraines, anxiety, depression. Yeah cold sweats. I'd wake up in a pool of sweat. I couldn't even sleep on my bed after a while. It was so wet. It was like I jumped in a cold plunge and then went to bed with my covers over me. That's how it felt. Mm -hmm. So I was shivering for, I mean, I just, I, I had, I went through it all really terribly and hemorrhoids. I mean, it was, it was bad. It just kept getting worse until at that point you're saying, man, how, how worse could it get? I went on Remicade, 
that didn't work. In defensive Remicade, I energetically never wanted it. I yeah. really did not yeah. want to be on a drug uh, biologic for the rest of my life. It felt like I was yeah, losing my spirit, like a young man was being defeated by this thing. So energetically, yeah. I was I don't, really wasn't wanting to accept it. But then Remicade mm. didn't work, and then we're talking. Okay, maybe maybe we consider surgery, which I definitely don't want to do. You know, for, right. uh, for me, I did not want to do that. And start talking about removing part of my colon. I mean, where's it going to end? All my colon, stoma bag, parts of my ileum. You know, how's it going to affect my B12, scar tissue, strictures, uh, short bowel syndrome, water, uh, electrolyte issues, anemia issues. I mean, it just, it just trade trading problems. That's what it felt like. And then it went from that bad to life-threatening and, you know, and stress. And this is one of the things I, if I really have time, I want to get to that aha moment of what is stress and how can we make that tangible? But I had a major stressful event in my life. I was lucky enough that I was doing some acting and commercials and I had this director take me out and say, I want you to be the star in this World War II movie. And I moved from New York and I had yeah. a re personal relationship go sour and it really hurt me. And, and all of a sudden mm -hmm. I'm in the ER room and I'm, I'm in the hospital for six weeks straight fighting for my life. And uh, I was on 200 okay. milligrams when at its worst, it was December 14th, 2014. I nearly lost my life to Crohn's colitis. I was, my insurance did no longer took as an actor and all that, I didn't, my insurance didn't work at UCLA Cedar Sinai. I actually went to UCLA. They turned me away and told me I would have a hundred thousand dollar bill if they kept me. So they put me in an ambulance fighting for my life and sent me to an inland hospital where it was not nearly as good of care. And I stayed there mm -hmm. for six weeks. My mom flew out, my dad flew out, my two sisters flew out and they take turns taking care of me for six weeks. And, um, it was, a, and I don't want to get too much. So guys, if I get a little emotional, forgive me. Cause when you read, tell these stories, yeah. it brings it up in you and you feel it. So that's one of the reasons I'm here today. And my mission is like, I've been through what you're being through. If you've got been chronically sick, whether it's Crohn's colitis or any autoimmune or disease, I know what it's like to be stuck in that prison. So it was, um, you know, I, I was just stuck in there and I don't want to go too much in detail because I think I'm not going to be able to hold my own emotionally if I go too much, but I was on 200 milligrams of infused prednisone. I was on three grams of Dilaudid infused. That's legal heroin that makes you sky high so you don't feel pain. I was on Ambient. I was on uh, two or three different antibiotics and I wasn't getting better and they couldn't figure out why. And then I went on a TPN feeding tube. So I stopped eating and they started feeding me um, through a, a feeding tube. And I still wasn't wow. getting better and I was losing weight and I was losing consciousness and I didn't, hadn't walked in six weeks. So they had these machines on my legs to massage my muscles so they would keep working. So I actually lost the ability to walk, what saved my life. So I lost consciousness for about two days and my mom will <sighs> tell me now that I was having like psychotic breakdowns. I'd wake up, I'd be seeing people in the window. I don't remember any of this, so I can't talk to it. Yeah. But you know, when you're on that much heroin and antibiotics and steroids, you know, I call it heroin. Totally. When you're on that much dilated, excuse me, you're on that much dilated morphine. And I'll tell you what helped save my life. There was my mom, because the doctors didn't know my case, knew nothing about me. My mom was in that hospital. She saved my life. She was there 24 seven, calling every doctor I'd ever seen. What the heck is going on? Why is this, why is these prednisone not, this prednisone not working? Why are these antibiotics not working? Why is he not stabilizing? There was a doctor in Florida who had done, well, I did tons of colonoscopies, right? There was a doctor in Florida who did a colonoscopy sample, and in one of the samples, he found cytomegavirus. No way. He found wow. cytomegavirus out of tons of samples. The problem is, guys, and I want to give you one hint, viruses, they can't find them. They're not going to find them in your blood because their lab work doesn't even, it's not good. We need an IgA antibody test. 
They're looking at IgG, IgM, which is not enough. You need a local mucosa IgA reaction. And a lot of times, and I believe one of the root causes is the colon is being inflamed from an IgA reaction to different types of viruses. Epstein-Barr, cytomegalovirus, Coxsackie, VCV, okay? Mm. HSV. These are more than just uh, giving you shingles or a a sore on your lip. These things can cause serious uh, hyperimmune system can react crazy, just like COVID. One person's asymptomatic, one person's in the ER room to the same virus. So he gave us, my mom, a hint that it could be the cytomegalovirus that could be taking over my body. Well, that wasn't back in the 90s. That was said to only really happen to AIDS AIDS patients because AIDS immune systems were so weak that the CMV virus would take over their body and it could even kill them. It wasn't really known. And so one of my theories that I've seen is that a person autoimmune can get so weak that then their body can start becoming so hyperactive to one of these underlying viruses. And I believe that's what happened to me. My mom calls the insurance and demands and gets the doctor from Florida on the, on with our insurance. It was crappy insurance, wouldn't pay for anything and says, if you don't give this young man a sample of this anti antiviral chemotherapy, he's going to die. And so we convinced them to give me a five ten thousand dollars sample. The actual medication was like fifty seventy thousand dollars that they would have to pay for if it worked, right? So we couldn't afford it. They put me on it, and within about twenty four hours, I woke up and became no conscious. Way. And look it saved. Look at your and mom. And it saved my life. Like, yeah. Wow. And I woke up, wow. and you know the first thing I did? I called my naturopath professor and said, "Let's build a game plan. I'm checking myself out." Because there's nothing more wow. we could do. I'm eating. No. I'm stuck with hospital no. food. EMF you know, fluorescent lights everywhere, no sun, no earth, no, no nothing. Once I got the strength, I wheelchaired my butt out of there. Wow. Wow. What an incredible story. You know, thank you. I could understand why you get emotional um, sharing that because like that was, that was a moment, you know, that could have gone either way. Yeah. And I'm just, and I just, I think it's the conviction I have today and why I'm still here. It's been nine years. I just, I think it's just why I'm still doing this so hard. And I still talk about it. And I, you know, I've worked with over, I've worked with thousands of people with IBD. I don't know. It just, it's pain to purpose. You know, I, you know, like yeah. they say, like, think about superheroes, guys. If you're in that pain and you're hurting, it's going to become your superpower. I promise you. If you stick with yeah. this and you move forward, you are going to have a massive power to help other people. Your intuition, your divine, I call them your divine powers. People don't realize intuition is a divine power. Creation is a divine power and manifestation is a divine power. And for heal, you need yeah. to tap into all three. Intuition. Yeah. What do I eat? What do I take? Where do I go? What do I do? Where do I spend my money? Where do I invest? Creation. Yeah. What am I going to build on? How am I going to mm-hmm. act? I don't know where to go. Well, you might not know Z, but you can f- start creating A and B, which will lead to C and D, which will lead to E and F. Yeah. And then yeah. you go with manifestation. Manifestation, the law of attraction. If you put it out there, this verbiage, how do you think I got here and manifested having being here with Dr. Christine today and me being here with you? It is all a manifestation. How did I go Mm. from stuck in a hospital and nearly dead to now me and you are talking? And if you can feel my vibration and you are touched by this podcast right now, how is that possible? Because the energy is moving through time and space and the energy is connecting inside your body and you can intuitively feel it. And you can intuitively Mm. can get hope from energy, words. They matter and that will manifest. The energy is compounding. Positive energy creates positive energy. That is a form of manifestation. It it compounds on itself. And so you want to tap into those creative powers. And that's what I did. I got off. I called my naturopath professor. I went to, I became a board certified nutritionist. I worked with tons of NDs, DOs, MDs, 
I've been trained in functional medicine for many years. I specialize in gut health, IBD, Crohn's colitis. I've worked with people who are life-threatening. I've worked with three-year-olds. I've worked with 70-year-olds. My team sees 120 Crohn's colitis patients a week. This is what we do. And so when I, when I look at that, you've got to start with, I started with the mindset. When I left the hospital, what gave me the courage? I was already in natural medicine school. Okay. I was already working mm-hmm. with NDs. I, I already was confident that that was the life I wanted despite of being a sick person. Yeah. Here's, here, here's yeah. something I want to enroll everyone. It's so exciting. Yeah. Everything that Dr. Christine is teaching you, everything you're going to learn today is only going to help you be the most powerful human being you can be on the planet despite any sickness. Mm-hmm. Meaning for your cells to be their strongest, for your intuition, mm-hmm. for your energy to vibrate at its highest, you need quality food. You need meditation. Yeah. You need to mm-hmm. get in the, the, the right alpha or beta state in your mind. You need proper sleep. Yeah. You need connection to the earth, grounding. You, you mm-hmm. need to have proper bioavailability. Your liver, gallbladder, and lymphatic, your drainage systems have to be open, have to be working. You need yeah. sunlight. Mm-hmm. Everything I'm, we're going to share with you is things that's going to turn you into your very best human self that God gave you the power to tap into. And that's what changed my life. I stopped trying to be the old me and I used functional medicine to create a better form of me than I ever was in the past. I skipped trying to be normal again and 10X'd and I became a much better version of myself than I ever was eating that crappy poisonous food, drinking that crappy poisonous beer and staying up to two in the morning. Hi everyone, it's Dr. Christine Schaffner, and for being part of my podcast community, I wanted to give you a very special gift, the code SPECTRUM40 to use at the apothecarystore.com for my product, my signature product, a lymphatic drainage cream called Lymphlo. Lymphlo is a staple in all of my patient protocols, and it was formulated to use topically on the neck to help assist the lymphatic system in draining the brain. It has a plethora of other uses from treating your scars to helping reduce pain and inflammation to helping to support your liver, your kidneys, or bring blood flow circulation and lymphatic drainage wherever lymph flow is applied. So please check out the code SPECTRUM40 and use at apothecary with an I store.com. All the information is on the show notes. Thank you so much and enjoy the rest of the podcast. Aww. Dane, this is a beautiful story and, you know, you're touching, I'm sure, a lot of people who are listening and I would love to, you know, we can weave your story in as we talk about solutions and things, but I want to kind of like get back to the macro and, you know, people mm-hmm. might think they have digestive symptoms out there who are listening. And by the way, I, I'm a big believer in mindset and energy and, you know, all of the things that you shared. And I, I think it's a really important part of the healing equation that doesn't always get talked about. So I'm, I'm glad you're leading with that. So getting back to the macro, like mm-hmm. thinking about, okay, so Crohn's versus colitis, mm-hmm. right? Or ulcerative colitis, people might not even know the difference in definition. So if you don't mind just backing us up and just saying like, okay, what you specialize in and what that, you know, actually is. So everyone's up to speed. Yeah. And it, it gets a, I think it gets a bit complicated even for our MDs who are the ones diagnosing us. So yeah. first off, yeah. T- it's hard. Yeah. I think we got to take away the power of what is a diagnosis because I was diagnosed by different people with different things. So that means that yeah. what a 
what is a diagnosis is is a matter of opinion. It's it's really hard to be factual with a diagnosis, especially with it's not as black and white. Yes, there's a certain amount of opinion involved, and um, and and that's why we're we're coming up. All these new diseases are coming out of nowhere. It seems. I mean, autoimmune disease, especially this epidemic of autoimmune. And by the way, I mean, if there's an epidemic of something, it has to be environmental. It can't just be genetic yeah, if there's an epidemic. By law, yeah. it has to be environmental. So yeah. you know, um, I have a very different idea about what autoimmune is that we can get oh, we'll into, get, yeah. and I'm sure we're very aligned on yeah. that. So inflammatory bowel disease, Crohn's disease is a form of inflammatory bowel disease. Okay, so the all the under so Crohn's and ulcerative colitis are um, under IBD. They're forms of it. Crohn's is really a diagnosis that says there is a widespread chronic inflam- inflammation of anywhere from the mouth esophagus all the way down to the rectum. And the ulcerative colitis is predominantly going to be ulcers, inflammation in the colon, large intestine. So if they are seeing that your ileum, your jejunum, your stomach is is healthy and good, and they're just seeing a little bit of inflammation in your sigmoid or your your transverse, they're probably going to diagnose you with a form of colitis. Anything that says itis is a form of inflammation. And so they might have like, uh, you know, microscopic colitis, small amounts of inflammation, usually towards the rectum. Um, They might say microscopic colitis, lymphocytic colitis um, are two other different forms, pan colitis widespread among the large intestines, sometimes around the ileum too. So, and, and again, there could be a lot of suggestive around this and they're coming out with more and more names to explain different yeah. forms of it. So in my experience, even if you want to say the expression of the chronic inflammation is slightly different under the umbrella of inflammatory bowel disease, the root causes yeah. tend to be very similar. So one of the questions yeah. you might have out there right now, guys, is, well, Dane, can you help me with this pan colitis or microscopic colitis or lymphocytic or ulcerative colitis or Crohn's or gastritis? Yes. Because a lot, all this inflammation, it tends to be the same problems, which we can talk about today. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go there. Let's go to root causes. Because, you know, I, I agree with you. Labels are labels and we're not in a disease labeling mindset, you know, in this community. However, it is a language and, you know, people can, you know, realize that they need to look at this through that lens of language. And we're going to open your mind that there's all these, you know, root causes, right, to why you might be having this um, expression in your digestive tract. Yeah. You know, I, I'm curious to hear what you like think are the main root causes for IBD and maybe just like top, I mean, I'm sure there's many, yeah. but top five or 10, you know, like I what you're it. seeing. I'm out there. Okay. And guys, let's first take our power back with the whole idea of root cause because it's very argumentative. The doctors are going to say, we don't know the root cause. And anyone who says they know the root cause is lying to you. So let's define root cause. If you have low stomach acid, that is a root issue of GI distress, period. Mm -hmm. It's easy. It's obvious. That is by definition, a root cause of diarrhea, undigested food in the stool, malabsorption, heartburn, you know, all sorts of problems, you know, maybe even causing low pancreatic enzymes. Your last days one might be low because of that. So another, so that might be a root cause. So realize that a root cause can be something not working properly within your body. So that's an easy one that your doctor can then say, oh yeah, I get it. And that's where I want you to take your power back and really learn to build confidence around functional medicine, that some of this stuff is just obvious. It's not a matter of opinion or debate. It's just facts. If you have low stomach acid, you are more likely to have a lot of GI issues. You're more likely to have parasite infection. You're more likely to have H. pylori. You're more likely to get SIBO, 
small intestine bacterial overgrowth or CFO, small intestine fungal overgrowth, you're more likely to have low pancreatic enzymes. You're more likely to have a sluggish liver. You're less likely to be able to break down fats, which creates cholesterol and testosterone and helps you absorb your fat solubles like ADKE. This mm -hmm. is a system, just like an engine. Think of a car. If one of your pistons yeah. is not firing, the car is not going to work as well, period. Mm -hmm. This is factual. Yeah. So let's take back our power from this understanding of root cause. We're not trying to say it is the parasite. That is the root cause. Let's get away from the root cause and talk about root causes to the yeah. circle of health, the functionality of health humming. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Get that thing purring. So yeah. think of it as a full system. We got to stop seeing it of, of A plus B. It is a moving system and everything is connected like a circle. Yeah. If this part is not working, it's going to affect this part. It's going to affect this part. It's going to affect this part. So yeah. what root yeah. issues are happening in the circle of life, right? Lion King. Okay. <laughs> Elton John, great song. Yeah. We, we like to call it too, like in the way that I've been trained, like terrain medicine, right? Yeah. You know, again, I like how you're saying like multiple root causes. Yeah. And again, people who have gone from the conventional to functional medicine route might still be wishing or desiring like, okay, just take this one thing or do this one diet and then I'm good, right? And there's a complexity, right, to, yeah. to this um, because we're such dynamic amazing people. I'll, I'll give you an example from a woman I was talking to today. She's 85% symptom free from when she started three months ago in India. Okay. So I talked to her at 10 o'clock her night, 10 a.m. my time. Okay. And she had already done the fruit diet, only ate fruit for like four months, didn't get results. Then she did, uh, tried carnivore, didn't work. She also did the GAPS diet. She did something. She's done the most strict as you can be. Oh, she did only liquid drinks for I think a month and got no results. Uh -huh. She's 85% symptom-free. How is that possible? One of the things is she was so backed up in her gallbladder. She didn't. She had a lack of bile salts. I put her on Tudka very slow. She started being able to tolerate avocado. And then she started gaining weight. And then her menstrual cycle started uh, working better. She started pooping more regular. She's getting formed stools. We were able, so it's like a yeah. chess match. Because I got one little piece to work, I could get other pieces mm -hmm. to work. Okay. She did really well with a little slip realm and marshmallow and lots of mucosal healers morning and night to coat the stomach and her pain and cramping went from eight out of 10 to a zero out of 10. So she's mm. having two to three form bowel movements a day, no cramping, no pain, microscopic bleeding, mucus only gone. One of the things she just noticed that helped her in her mucus is she added in a tiny bit of colloidal silver, which is FDA approved and used by doctors to be a wound healer and an antimicrobial. And FDA even says on the back of some of these labels, you can use it on a four-year-old. What? They don't say that about any functional products, but colloidal silver, they love themselves some colloidal silver. Two FDA products I love to use. I'm going to give you right. You can write down. They can go research. I'm not telling you to use them. This isn't medical advice, but go research them. Colloidal silver and then go at 20, million, uh, two, uh, 20 parts per million is probably the, the stronger dose, but you can be very careful. You can herx on this. Um, and so talk to your doctor before trying it. And the second one I love that the doctors love to use, but be really careful know what you're doing is they call it Enterogram, prescription medication, uh, uh, immunoglobulin G. And, yeah. and it's yeah. a binder. It's a binding agent that's FDA approved that's I so good at that. grabbing uh, yeast and C. diff and staph and strep and all this stuff. And it's a great binding agent. But now we have it in functional medicine over the counter mm -hmm. at one half of the uh, prescription 
uh, level. So all we have to do is lower the amount we give, and it's now over the counter. It's the same product, but it's got all the FDA approval, all the clinical research behind it. It just you use IgG. I use it sometimes, but I do see that a lot of people with IBD are prone to constipation and pain if they're backed up. So a lot of a lot of us problem that we're going to see in root causes is that you're getting constoria. You're getting constoria. You're having seven bowel movements a day. You're having seven bowel movements a day with sediment and tiny little, tiny little bit of diarrhea, and you can't properly evacuate. And it's causing your colon to be completely putrid and completely inflamed. You cannot properly release the toxins, and that's keeping you out. I had another girl with uh, that was um, oh, she was she was a really great. She's a Christian woman who raised money through her church to join the program. She was extremely constipated. And ironically, sometimes binders can make you more constipated. The thing that helped her out was the bentonite clay, which is another type of binder. And we love bentonite clay because it doesn't absorb systemically through the body. So it's a little bit more sensitive just to treat the gut. And you can microdose it. You can do like one eighth of a teaspoon in some water, right? And if you get constipated, you could maybe use a little acacia fiber or sprouted flax and chia, grounded and sprouted flax and chia, which is really great and delicate to help move the bowels. It's very good at moving Mm -hmm. the bowels. And you could even maybe do some enema flushes to also move the sigmoid colon out if you're really backed up. But that's one of the core problems that's keeping your calprotectin high and it's keeping your colon inflamed and bleeding is you are not properly pooping. You're going to find that if you strain, if you are bearing down and straining, you're going to get more mucus and you're going to get more blood. And if you actually find that you can release it easily, you're going to see a better formation and you're going to have less blood, less mucus. And if you keep that up, you're probably going to see your calprotectin drop. One of the biggest problems mm-hmm. we're seeing is that people have a pond going on, a stagnant pond in their GI instead of a moving river. And the GI tract is made to be a moving river. The number one place we release toxins from the body is the GI tract. So you have to go upstream. And Dr. Dan Papa does a really great job of talking about that. If you don't know about him, he's awesome. And he's got some really good stuff. He really talks a lot about detox. Mm-hmm. And this word detox is kind of butchered. And it's, and it's, yeah. it's really overused. This whole idea of detox is a, is a universe of understanding in itself. And it's not just something like putting a casserole pack. Now that's a form of detoxing the liver, but to detox the body is an upstream cellular issue. So you have to start more upstream when you're looking at the body. So root issues I see is first off, low stomach acid. Second stuff is low pancreatic enzymes. If you don't have pancreatic enzymes, you're not going to break down your carbs, fats, proteins in your um, in your duodenum. It's just not going to happen. If they don't get broken down properly, it's going to cause havoc in your jejunum and it's going to cause havoc throughout the colon. And you're just going to, you're going to get undigested food. You're going to get malnutrition. You're going to get inflammation. You're going to get food sensitivities. So a lot of problems is just digestion. The second thing is because it's inflamed, one of your root causes is you are unable to uh, absorb any nutrients. And that's where the vicious cycle, as Elaine Godshaw calls it, the delicious, the vicious cycle of Crohn's disease happens is once you can't absorb nutrients, now you become anemic, low on electrolytes, low on Bs, low on vitamins, your cells don't operate properly. Um, and then the inflammation gets worse and worse when your mucous membrane gets so damaged, your villi gets so damaged, you can't absorb. And then your T cell reaction goes absolutely nuts because as the mucosal membrane that protects your all the cells in the epithelial cell wall from what's in the gut starts to thin out, now your natural shield is getting weakened. And so you're more susceptible. So you're getting more food sensitivity, more food sensitivity, more food. So that's really the vicious cycle. So what about the mast cell? What do you think about the mast cell? Mast cell activation. Or- I see histamine responses in a lot of people. If you're getting when you, and I've seen like, I actually have seen a lot of clients with lymphocytic colitis and MCA. So MCAS. Mm-hmm. So I, I, 
you know, it's not my specialty. One thing I'll say. I'm just curious, like the beautiful description you're talking about, the lining and the inflammation, yep. and, you know, all of that, you know, in my patients, I'm starting to see like a lot of, you know, of course over the last four or five years, but like more mass, like the spectrum of mass cell yeah. activation and some have a, like a ton of histamine intolerance. Yeah. It's in the, the degradation and, of the mucosal membrane and lipid fat bilayer yeah. around each, each cell. It's the degradation of the body yeah. of the body. And so yeah. I had this one, I'll give you an example of this one woman. She was a doctor and she came to me completely lost. She'd been on every diet, didn't work. She had severe pollen allergies. By the way, I see pollen and allergies mm. get way better in the program. This is something we kind of, yeah. it was serendipitous for us because yeah. we're not specialists in, in MCAS. We're not specialists in allergy, pollen allergies, yeah. but we're all of a sudden going, huh, everyone's needing less antihistamines and everyone's noticing that they do better in the spring and everyone. And so here, yeah. so let's go over some of that and some of the things. Well, how do you know if you get your body is if getting out in deep rashes, if you're getting itching everywhere, if you notice that you're getting sensitivity, nose sensitivity to chemicals, uh, detergents or perfumes, uh, things of that nature, then I'm starting to say, okay, is there some kind of histamine response going on, which is one of the main problems of MCAS is that the lipid fat bilayer around the mast cells is degrading to point where the histamine inside is being released and it's causing that response. And so what we like to do is, you know, you want to start using natural things that can calm that down. I think something that's really good for IBD and uh, histamine problem is quercetin, quercetin and nettles. That's classic and ND. Those are like our one-two punches in functional medicine is you use quercetin. Now, quercetin yeah. is also a polyphenol. There's some evidence to suggest it can help calm, uh, uh, heal up ulcers. You can do high doses of it. It's no problem. I've had mm -hmm. clients even use it in an enema and get great results. And so quercetin okay. and polyphenols are going to help act almost as a prebiotic for the microbiome. So you really want polyphenols, other versions, extra virgin olive oil, pomegranate, cranberry, uh, quercetin, all good forms of polyphenols, only found in plants, really good for the microbiome diversity. So quercetin is one of those I love to use when I see that. And I love to use nettles. A lot of these companies like Designs for Health, Thorns, Metagenics, they usually have a natural antihistamine product. Um, so I like yeah. to use that. I like Designs for Health. I like to use their histes. But using that and then for long-term healing, one of the big core issues I see is just your drainage pathways are completely clogged. Your, lymph your lymphatic system is not working. You got to get moving. You got to get sweating. Okay. One of the best ways to get your lymph system, walk, get up straight, bounce, yeah. walk, get your feet in the earth. If you haven't seen right here, I'll give you another great aha. Go watch the movie, uh, The Grounding. I think it's called The Grounding Movie or Earthing. They're going to show you evidence, science evidence that putting your feet on the, in the earth is going to help release the EMF charge in your body. It's going to help move inflammation and reduce inflammation, whether it's cardiovascular inflammation or it's even autoimmune inflammation. So I think that that can be really good. And so that also helped the lymphatic sauna is going to help the lymphatic castor packs. I love queen of thrones. Shout out to queen of thrones. Dr. Marisol yes. love Dr. Marisol. Yeah. I was just hanging out with her last week and, 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 and cause yeah. me and her are in the same mastermind and She's just a, such a wonderful thing with her program and her community. Get her castor oil pack. It's amazing. But go slow. Because I was talking with one of our members today, and she goes, Dana, I heard you talk about castor oil packs. And I wore it through the night, and I and I woke up, and I had severe headache and rash, and I went to the bathroom 10 times. It's going it to – castor oil has the ability to seep into your liver and flush it. You need to start less. Just take a little castor oil, rub it over the liver, put the, a pack over it, and just do it for – 20 to 30 minutes the first few times, 20 to 30 minutes yeah. for every three days. No problems. Work up to two or three hours, you know, once every other day and slowly work up. 
But that's going to be great for glutathione production in the liver, for flushing the liver, lymphatic system, your drainage pathways. Most people with histamine intolerance and pollen issues, their, their drainage pathways are clogged up. Nasal irrigation, nasal irrigation, yeah. liver support, lymphatic support, kidney support, uh, uh, you know, uh, gallbladder support. You got to get that bile moving. Bile is what the liver uses to move toxins and dump them out. That's why a lot of people hurts yeah. when I put them on Tudka because the bile salt starts to drain the, uh, the clogged up bile it dumps it into the into the GI tract, mm-hmm. and then it causes a person diarrhea, and they think they're flaring. They're not. They're herxing. And then binders. Yeah, you got it. You got to push and pull, as uh, Chris Shade likes to say, right? You got to push and pull. You got to push and grab, or what is this yeah. term? Push and pull, push and grab, catch. push and catch. That's it. I knew it was one of those adjectives, right? So push and catch. You got to use your binders. So that's the thing, guys. Is like when you're healing, it's a chess match. You want to get involved with a team, a community, who is going to teach you how to play chess. The best program or coach or healing is just learning how to play the game. Healing is like a chess match where what you have to respond to how your opponent is responding. If you cannot read how your body is responding in that moment and have a theory on what's happening, you're not going to make educated good next steps. And that's what it is. I'm an expert chess player. I sit down in the game of IBD and I look at it and I play with you and I start teaching you what I think is happening. And I start making you aware. And then I confirm if you want to make X moves and we agree on it. And then we implement it. And then we see what happens 10 days later, 14 days later, how to go, not two months, 10 days, yeah. 14 days, how to go. And that, oh my God, my, I, my, my constipation's gone. My diarrhea is down. My energy's up. My acne's way better. So I was referred to a client. She's been very successful in her life and she's done everything under the sun you, you could want to do, you know, for her business. Right. But she's been sick with Crohn's for 20 years and she's had four surgeries and failed like four biologics. She's on a biologic now. It's sustained her inflammation, but she has terrible GI issues. That's another thing. Just because you reduce the inflammation doesn't mean that the core problems of your microbiome are going to get better. You can block the inflammatory response. Doesn't mean the fungus is going away. Doesn't mean the gallbladder is getting better. Doesn't mean your digestion is optimizing. Yep. And those core problems are going to fa- man. If you don't fix them, they're going to manifest somewhere, somehow, despite if you're yep. blocking inflammation, you know? So we put seven days. Sure. Energy went from a three. We always, so when I work with people, I measure success, you know, like one out of 10, where's your energy? I take four cups of coffee every day. My energy is a three out of 10. Okay. Seven days later, I haven't had a cup of coffee in seven days. My energy is a six out of 10. How's that possible? Yeah. Absorption of nutrients, cells getting what they can actually utilize, stopping all the sugars and the inflammatory seed oils you're having, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and a lot of times caffeine you know, for a lot of us with autoimmune, it can really put our body into a fight or flight, a panic mode. You know, it can be poisoning yeah. us to make us feel like we have energy, but it's not actual energy. And then if we have adrenal fatigue on top of that, forget about it. You know, and then I love, I'll put a key point, guys, two things I love if you're dealing with a lot of chronic fatigue, read, talk to your doctor and research something called L-carnitine, L-carnitine mm-hmm. and D-ribose. A combination of that, I love to use it with my chronically, chronic fatigue syndrome because it is naturally produced in food. And it doesn't have any negative impact. Actually, our cells produce ATP energy through mitochondria, utilizing L-carnitine and acetyl-L-carnitine. They are mitochondria-producing nutrients. So that can be really good. You need, we need to, a lot of times with energy, like root cause. Okay. But let's, let's get back to a little bit. I mean, a few things root cause. So digestion, um, microbiome is going to be a thing. Drainage pathways are going to be a thing. Another big one, really simple that really gets on my nerves every time I say it. Root 
issues of pathogens in plain sight that our medical professionals are not using lab work to just simply check for. Case in point, I had a young man who was had the best insurance in the world, living in Los Angeles, making multiple six figures, all the resources to have the best health insurance in the world. An American supposedly exposed to the best medicine in the world. Multi-six figure has the money to pay going to UCLA. PPO insurance, all of it. He's got 20 bloody bowel movements a day with UC. He's on a biologic. He's getting no results. He's literally clinging to the toilet all night long. I work with him. I do a comprehensive stool analysis, a quantitative PCR comprehensive stool analysis. I Which one do you like? I, I'm a fan of GI map. I've always been close with Designs for Health and they work with them. I've just found like yeah. working with them and everything. I think the GI 360 is good. I think Genova is good. I think the gut zoomer is good. Like They're all relatively good. I don't think anyone's guy really got a large leg up on anybody else. I think there's downsides, potential missing things for any content, comprehensive stool analysis. One note, guys, if you're doing or thinking about it, it's going to tell you predominantly what's going on in the colon. If you're stuck up, constipated, you have small intestine issues, it's probably not going to see a lot of that. And remember, out of 28 feet of your GI tract, 18 feet is your small intestine. So the predominant amount of your GI tract, you're not going to see a lot. That's like I've looked at, I don't know, 800 plus stool tests with just IBD. And a lot of times I look at the symptoms, I look at the person and then bring in what the stool analysis is telling me and then come up with my own theories and ideas. So for instance, yeah. I was working with a young man. He, he heard me on the Ben Greenfield podcast and he said, I want to work with you. He had leukemia, 24-year-old kid, leukemia, and he had constipation, no Crohn's. But I said, he was just dead set on me being his coach, right? So I said, okay, I'll, I'm going to work with this young man. And his first GI map, he's going to the bathroom like three times a week, eight out of 10 pain, extreme pain, extreme bloating, extreme swelling, extreme anxiety, constipation, anxiety go hand in hand, okay? You, you can't release the toxins. You're going to have low energy and you're going to be anxious as all can be. So he, he, and he was getting pain. Like he was shivering. He couldn't leave this house. He moved back with his parents. He's really a mess. I do his GI map test. No problems, no dysbiosis, minimal dysbiosis, no parasites, no candida, um, 700 and some odd change. No, I think his elastase one was a little low. His stedio crit was a little high. So he's having like 10 plus stedio crit, which means he has fat malabsorption. Okay. And his zonulin was perfectly normal. His calprotectin was normal. His EAP, esophageal activa activation protein, normal. Everything normal. And I'm going, what's going on? No one, no one could figure this kid out. His doctor's saying the same thing. No one could figure it out. So I start draining them. I put them on Tudka, NAC, Castro packs. I start working them up on a little wild oregano. I start doing all this stuff to work them out. We get rid of 85% of his symptoms. Five months later, I retest his comprehensive test. So it's like, yay. I mean, I didn't know if I could help him because he doesn't have Crohn's colitis, right? But we, we work together. We really ironed it out. We get rid of a lot of his symptoms. He's eating a broad food. By the way, when we started, he was constipated. He was having nut butter and he was juicing vegetables and fasting. That was it. Now he was eating broad foods and going to the bathroom every day. Nuts, seeds, salads, chicken, meats, all of it. We got his mm -hmm. system moving. His system wasn't yeah. moving. They were talking to him like he, he was a handicapped person. No, your system couldn't move. We had to get it moving. So I do his GI map. Guess what I find? Second test, 85% yeah. symptom relief. Five parasites. Yeah. yeah. Five parasites. Guess where parasites yeah. tend to live? Small intestine, liver. Yeah. They can move from each part of the body Bio other ducks. also biofilm problems mm -hmm. because of biofilms we talk we commonly can't find parasites parasites also harbor yeah. fungus viruses heavy metals they live on it yeah so when you release them Lime. yeah we see that a lot yeah right and so how is it and i'm saying this to everybody how is it 
His first test, when he had all the symptoms, was almost normal. His second test was a complete mess, but he was 85, 80% symptom relief. You got to take your labs with a grain of salt, especially a stool analysis, because yeah. if the problems are in the small intestine or there are any other parts of the body, once your body starts draining it, you'll find it. It's the yeah. same thing Neil Nathan talks about in his book, Toxic for Mold. You got to use glutathione to push out the mold so you're, that we can even find it in your urine so the mycotoxin test can pick up on the gliadin or the aspergillus. The gliotoxin or the aspergillus. Apologies. Provocation, right? We do that with heavy metals. Yeah. Chelating. Yeah, because it's like such a misconception. People think they're gonna they're doing worse based on their labs, especially if there's um, but there's mobilization. The body isn't in a retention pattern. It can actually move these things out, and that's a good sign. Even though if it demonstrates body burden, I got another woman I'm working with. She's in Texas. Her mold, her mycotoxin test, her mold. She's diagnosed UC twenty years. Her mold has been going up and up and up every time we test. We got her on a slight parasite cleanse, a little bit of biofilm busters, and her, and we got her on glutathione and glutathione precursors, glycine and, tud, uh, yeah. and, and NAC. Watch out. Glycine can also spike your, your blood sugar. We just realized that because we're testing yeah. her blood sugar. She takes glycine at night because yeah. glycine is a precursor for collagen, yeah. neurotransmitters, and, uh, and, a, and uh, glutathione. Me. And her blood sugar yeah. spiking on the glycine. That was really interesting. But we saw her mycotoxin keep going up tenfold normal. 12 foot normal on and more types of mold coming out as we're releasing. So that's the thing is like when you're working with the doctor, you have to take the labs. They're great. You should be doing them, but you need someone who understands what they're looking at and understands your case and can start to be Sherlock Holmes with it. You need to operate yeah. in theory and then go proof theory. So that's what I always tell clients. A lot of clients with our trauma, we're looking for a doctor who has all the facts, all the answers. You need a doctor who's Sherlock Holmes, the best detective. The best, yep. that's what I am. I'm a detective. I am a detective mm-hmm. for a living. And you come in yeah. saying you've done everything and nothing's worked for you. I am starting to formulate theory and then I'm going to enroll you in the theory. Make sure you feel confident with it because I need you as a teammate. And then let's, let's start swinging like Sammy Sosa. Yeah. Okay. But we yeah, say, no, we say yeah, start safe guys. If you're ever doing this, one of the biggest problems I see that a lot of functional practitioners do is they get the great theory. Like a lot of these uh, supplement companies, they'll train the doctors on how all this clinical information on, on how good biocidin is and how good these parasite cleanses are and how good these spores are, probiotic spores. And they use the science and try to treat the pain just with the science without understanding the patient or the client. And, yeah. and I've just seen so many people, clients get hurt because the practitioner is just trying to use science without understanding how to delicately, strategically listen and then use and so, you know, for instance, I had one client who, you know, she was an 18-year-old girl, diagnosed UC, and her functional doctor put her on, uh, told her to go on 10 grams or 10 drops twice a day of biocidin. And she went, her body went nuts. That was her first yeah. experience of functional medicine. Yeah. And because yeah. he was reading the clinical research of what it can do. And it, it's yeah. just not understanding how to use it properly. And so you got to be careful yeah. with that. The human body is definitely, you get humbled every day by, you know, doing doing things that are in a textbook versus in reality, right? So yeah. I see that. Yeah. So I am. Um, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say yeah, a few I things I, I want to get for everyone listening really point. So is, is yeah. just obvious pathogens. That young man who had that, who had all the resources yeah. a human being on the planet could could hope to have. I did a comprehensive stool analysis and I saw about 4X threshold of candida in his stool. Wow. I put him on a low low yeast diet, okay? I took out most of his sugars. 
and I put them on more paleo AIP with a little bit of monosaccharide fruits that didn't even work as well. So we kind of even nailed off that. I slowly worked on getting rid of the candida and the binders. He went from 20 bloody bowel movements a day to one to two normal bowel movements with no bowel movements and I completely formed in about two months, 60 days. Wow. What did you use, what did you use for the candida? From home. So I don't, I, for everyone out there, I'm a little cautious to tell you what I use for everyone's safety. Guys, the reason I'm trying to protect you from it is because I'm talking about a missile. <laughs> if you don't know how to use a missile, you're going to hurt your own city. You're going to hurt your own body. Natural things. But things yeah. I would research is research sweet wormwood. I want you to research a wild oregano. I want you to research colloidal silver. I want you to research berberine. Okay? Yeah. And you oh, need great. to slowly, you under, need to understand the word of tit understanding titration. You need to understand what's going on with the drainage pathways. You need to understand how to use binders. You need to understand how to lower stress in the body. You got to make sure you're pooping properly. You might need to do enema flushes. You might need to do casserole packs. You might need to do sweating. Yep. You might need to make sure you're sleeping. Totally. There's so much. You need to prepare your body for the offense, okay? So that's what I say. You got you to play defense. When I start with someone, my, my question to you is, can I implement things with you that have little to no risk? I mean, the chance of you having an adverse reaction to this is so minimal. But there is yeah. great potential of high reward. Play defense when we start. Right. What's low risk and high reward? Examples, meditation, sleeping more, elimination foods, low risk, high reward, probiotics. If you get one, don't get a, a probiotic with 60 billion CFUs and 15 strains in it. Do not start with that. You want to start with yeah. an isolated, yeah. free form type of probiotic. And guys, a lot of what I'm saying, I know if you're going, oh, I don't have I Crohn's glyce, this is just interesting. This is how you heal the gut. If you've got yeah, lupus, MS, or rheumatoid arthritis, you got to start with the gut. 70% yeah. <laughs> of the immune system that is hyperactive for all of, for you and I, for who are autoimmune compromised, that's been my past experience. We got to fix the gut. That's why I have a lot of confidence when someone says, Dane, if you put a gun to my head, can you help me with this autoimmune? I'm going, well, I think I can help with a lot because I understand the gut and I understand how to calm down the immune system's reaction to food and, and environment. Because that's a, that autoimmune, a lot of it is very similar in, in those root issues and and so I got to get rid of your glyphosate. I got to get rid of seed oil. So with elimination. So, but root causes, common candida, common C. diff. I'm seeing P PCR technology pick up on C. diff. The doctors aren't seeing it because they're not testing with their ELISA technology unless they're seeing yellowish diarrhea and cramping pain. But I'm seeing the, I'm yeah. seeing C. diff in testing sometimes and they're not finding it. And all of a sudden I had one client I was working with, very successful woman. And I found C. diff and she goes, well, my doctor, she has this concierge doctor, right? On payroll, concierge does what she wants, right? Very successful woman. She goes, well, my doctor tests for C. diff and says I don't have it. I said, well, you need to go test again and maybe get better technology because they're using crappy insurance-based. Do you think insurance is paying for good lab work? No. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think insurance is covering good quality lab work? No. So they yeah. test, guess what they find? C. diff. Oh, and then, yeah. you know what? And then they said, oh, we need to put you on antibiotics. It's like, great. Now they want to do their, they want to put you on all these antibiotics. So my point is, is like, I'm finding commonly right there. It's obvious. You're telling me I have IBD, but you have a massive fungal overgrowth in yeah. your stool, which will cause blood cramping, inflammation, diarrhea, anxiety, acne, poor smelling bowel movements, flagellants. Yeah. I'm seeing yeah. right there, C. diff. I'm seeing right there, a parasite, Giardia, E. coli. Yeah. It's right there. Yeah, don't... It's not, it's, yeah. it's just, it's just in the, it's right in the labs. And so I think that's a big, that's one of my biggest things. When I, all that sickness, remember when I finally did my comprehensive test, I had high levels of H. pylori. I yeah. had E. coli. I had blastocystis hominis. I had cyclospora. I found cytomegalovirus. I found Yersinia and I had massive candida in my gut. 
I had gotten so yeah. sick over those years because it was all manifesting. When you get low stomach acid, you, as I said earlier, it's a vicious cycle. It's going to be one problem after another after another. The problems start to get worse. If you're someone listening right now and you've gotten worse over the last two, three, five years, other problems are compounding on problems that were not dealt with. The low stomach acid turns into SIBO. The SIBO turns into maybe a, an environment for candida or SIFO. That also starts to clog up the liver when then your drainage pathways aren't working. And then that inflammation causes more food sensitivity. And then the low stomach acid yeah. also makes it a lot easier to get parasites. So that one time you went to go out and have seafood or you went to have sushi or you went uh, on that trip and you gave your horse or your chicken a good kiss. You got a parasite, yeah. your stomach acid couldn't properly get rid of, and then it started getting in your body and now you got even more problems. So by the time I even looked at functional medicine and really took ownership of learning this and really investing in this, I had probably had problems compounding on themselves, which is why when I was 19, I only had a little blood. By the time I was 27, I was nearly dead. Yeah. So it was, it was yeah. problems compounding. It was like all of a sudden in year five, why did I get all this acne? Why can't I eat anything anymore? It wasn't this bad three years ago. Yeah. And so the root yeah. issues, and so that's where I really get it. And I'm just saying like, and everyone out there, don't get mad at your doctors. They're not the blame. I, let's put into perspective. So now that we talk about root cause, I do want to say something about our doctors, because I think it was a big problem for me. And I hope this really helps and serves everyone listening. Your doctors, they are the best in the world at emergency care. If you get shot, yeah. if you get in an accident, if you were dying, if it wasn't for my doctors at UCLA and Cedar Sinai, the same people, I was a little upset about this, stool analysis and root issues. If it wasn't for their prednisone, I'd be dead. If it wasn't for their IVs, I'd be dead. Don't we yeah. gotta give we gotta give blessings and give gratitude where it is deserving. And that is part of healing. Yeah. You gotta let go of anger. Okay. And that's part of the healing yeah. mindset. You gotta give, give gratitude and give love and you gotta let go of resentment. I had let go of the resentment from the doctor. They're so good at what they do and let them do what they do and, and find somebody else who helps you do what they're good at, like Dr. Christine, or maybe you want to look at our shield program. If you feel like I have two things with you, trust and integrity, I'm going to partner with you, but I want to earn it. That's yeah. why I'm here. And that's why I give you aha moments. Cause if I give you aha moments and I give you stuff you can use, I know I'm going to earn that trust. I'm going to earn that integrity. And then I already know we have a great relationship to start with. Yeah. My mission is to build yeah. the world's best Crohn's colitis solution. I want the world's yeah. big, biggest and strongest Crohn's colitis community and solution. Cause the bigger it gets, the more I'm going to have a home the more my future is also going to be a safe agent because I want us as a team to move forward and saying, how are we going to eliminate this autoimmune hyperactivity? How are we going to find and treat root issues? How are we going to, you know, be able to say we can realistically reduce the chance of the four horsemen, right? The cancer, the diabetes, the heart disease, the obesity, and we can start to look at living to 80 or hundred years old and not get sick and not be stuck on medications because that's what we all want. You know, Crohn's colitis isn't yeah. going to kill you. For most of us, it's something else that's going to kill you, right? It's the turning into cancer or something like that. So it's yeah. it's really a nuisance, a terrible nuisance. It's not going to kill us, but it might turn into something worse. So the, really the problem is how do we get rid of the four horsemen as, uh, as Dr. Uh, Peter Atia talks about? Check out his book. I love it. Outlive. Wonderful book. Um, mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think that, you know, that's that's where I come back and say, guys, start with the mindset and say, how can I live my best life and get empowered? Where are you getting trained? Who's your community? Who can relate with you? Where are you learning? I learned all this. I was a pizza eating grease monkey kid who didn't know anything living in the woods. And if I'm <laughs> blowing your mind or going, whoa, this is some stuff where even Dr. Christine has the confidence to have me on her podcast, then you can do it too. Because I'm not smarter than you. I've probably just been more convicted and more ambitious. That's it. The only two ingredients. Mm -hmm.
and and maybe some time and patience in there you know a little side of seasoning of patience and time and willingness yeah, right right the right timing right that's yeah. a, that's probably a part of the path no i mean you've given so much value and i've just enjoyed listening to you and you know you sharing your passion and i have a similar perspective and of course you know with all the things i look at and i just love hearing how you put it all together and you know, you look at these really, you know, scary, you know, acute, for lack of a better word, diagnoses that can get really scary and acute and can flare yeah. with this same perspective. And it just like strengthens my mission too, right? And to really wake people up and, you know, this empowering viewpoint of health. And these are a lot of the same root causes that can express in different ways, right? Was there it's autoimmune or neurological or eventually cancer or just fatigue, you know, we have to look at the body as there's um, nothing's random, right? This is a beautiful system that's really always, you know, wise and intelligent and communicating with us. And the more that we have the language to decode that information, the more that we're on the healing path. So no, I, I just love everything you've shared, Jane. And I want to give you a moment before we close just to share what's on your heart, like anything else on your heart that you want to share with the audience. You're welcome to share about your program and kind of how people can work with you or um, anything of that nature. Please, you know, share with everyone. Yeah, let me start with quick bullet points of the program. Our program is called SHIELD. And in SHIELD mm -hmm. is an acronym for, it stands for Supplements, Herbs, Imagination, Exercise, Lifestyle, Diet. So it's the six oh, pillars of health that you can customize to you infinitely to create a healing response. Mm -hmm. So what's really exciting is you're not pinned. You, we work with vegans, vegetarians, meat eaters, carnivore, paleo, low FODMAP, GAPS, AIP, doesn't matter, um, any background in all that, or you're completely new to this, or you're just saying, I don't know what you're talking about, Dane. And so SHIELD, it's also a metaphor for the ability to respond to adversity. One mm -hmm. thing I want to share with you is the cure. What is the cure? The cure for Crohn's and Claudius, mm -hmm. the cure for disease is the ability to respond to adversity. It is not yeah. the ability to eradicate adversity. It is impossible to eradicate a bad day. It is impossible to eradicate the flu. Is it impossible to eradicate gingivitis? You stop brushing your teeth, gingivitis will come back. It is in remission, quote unquote. It is impossible to eradicate. The best thing we can do in life is learn to respond. And so it's shield. It's your ability to respond. And if you want your best life and you want to get have that great wedding or go and get that job or get in the best shape of your life or whatever your goals are in life, you need to build a shield to be able to respond to stress, respond to travel, respond to toxic food, being able to identify what's toxic and what's bad and good for you. So you can optimize your life and optimize the energy coming off of you and optimize your physical health. And so that's, that's the shield program. And some things that really make it special is everyone in the shield program gets their own private coach. I don't have a scalable program. It is a mission driven impact first company. So we only have mm -hmm. X amount of clients we can take on. You're going to get a coach who specializes in Crohn's colitis. You're going to get a coach who's trained in functional medicine. You're going to get a coach who has Crohn's and colitis themselves. So mm -hmm. that's one of the really cool things about it. You're going to be talking with someone who's already been through it, who already knows exactly what yeah. you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. And so that's really why we're so mission driven. Everyone on our team has Crohn's colitis, except Allie, yeah. who's amazing. And shout out to Allie. She's my operations manager for eight years. She's awesome. But you know, her dog has UC. So that counts, right? And so, and then we have a non-governing community. You can talk with anyone in the program. We're not hiding anything. You can jump in and talk with anyone. It's a lifetime membership. We're adding so much stuff right now. 
Um, I do live trainings every week like this for our community. We talk about everything under the sun. And when you're a member under contract, I can really talk more deeply over product and stuff. Yeah. And there's less, yeah. there's less hustle and bustle. You know, once we get under contract, we're members, we can talk member to member. And so mm -hmm. that's the shield program. It's a lifetime membership. It's a one-time investment. We uh, offer a complimentary strategy session for someone who fits the bill. So you can go to Kronsklitzlifestyle.com, C-R-O-H-N-S, C-O-L-I-T-I-S, lifestyle.com. And you can just fill out an intake form. It's a two-minute intake form. You can schedule a 45-minute strategy session with one of our support specialists. These people also are trained in IBD. They know the cases. They talk with tons of people. They, a lot of them have Crohn's guys themselves. Shout out to Becky and Erica and Taryn and uh, Lindsay, all of our great sports specialists out there. I mean, Lindsay was working with me. She was diagnosed with Lyme disease. She's diagnosed with asthma and ulcerative colitis since she was 15 years old. And she does some of our yeah. complimentary sessions. And Becky, wow. who was supposed to get her colon removed in London, she's in London. And we not only helped her stop, get her colon removed, but she's symptom-free today for the first time in her life. And she had also severe ulcerative colitis for 15 years. She's 30 years old. And she does yeah. complimentary sessions. You'll be talking to Becky. So, I mean, I'm telling you that this call is awesome. So you can go there, check it out. You can also follow us on Instagram, Crohn's Colitis underscore lifestyle or me uh, at Dane Johnson one. We're also on YouTube and Facebook. So that's the program. And we're really excited to, for you to learn about it and grow about it. And hopefully we can earn your partnership. But I do suggest that you make whoever you work with build that trust and earn who you work with. Because if you're dealing with a chronic disease, you really want a team and a membership and someone you can always go as a home for life. And so that's what we want to be. We want to be a home for somebody and we want to help show you what's possible. And if you want to check out our testimonies, we have more te we have put out more testimonies than anyone I know, any clinic, any doctor, any person in the world for Crohn's and colitis. These are voluntarily voluntary testimonies of people who've gone through the program who want to share their story. We have about over 500 yeah. And uh, we put out one a week. We see about 120 wow. Crohn's colitis patients a week throughout our team around the world. Uh, we've seen people in India, Australia, Africa. We have systems. And one thing really cool, Dr. Christine, I know you know how hard it is to get lab work and supplements. We can ship lab work around the world. We can ship supplements around yeah. the world. We get access to wholesale yeah. lab work around the world. I had a client in Dubai. I could do his calprotectin, his stool test, his organic acid test, and his viral panel in Dubai while I'm in California. How cool yeah, is that? That's awesome. So we really have amazing yeah. infrastructure to, to do telemedicine. That's some of the stuff I really love about it. I built it for to be everything I needed when I started like this. If I had had this, I would have taken me four years. It would have taken me like three or four months to start getting really massive results. And I think it's almost going to sound too good to be true, but it is, it is very much possible. Last words I just want to leave is healing starts in the mind. Get convicted that you're done being sick, become the CEO of your health, take full responsibility, and then align yourself with others with the same mission and just be willing to learn. It's complicated. It sounds like a lot. You know, in the beginning, even when you start, it's going to be a lot of description, a lot of buzzwords, a lot of stuff, but actually doing it is going to get simple and it's going to get easy. Mm -hmm. So much of what you need to do is just stop as eliminating stuff that's hurting you. Start with the elimination. Just start by getting away from poisonous energy, poisonous food, poisonous chemicals, and just go to bed and wake up with the sun, you yeah. know, and just start yeah. getting connected to the earth and get connected to God. And I hope that helps. God bless. Thank you for listening. Oh, that was beautiful, Dane. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. And we'll have all of that information in the show notes. And again, thank you all for listening and being part of our community. And thank you, Dane. Thank you all for listening to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Schaffner, and I hope you enjoyed my conversation today with Dane Johnson. 
Please check out all the information about his program and who he is in the show notes. And I'm so grateful for you being part of my podcast community. And I hope you are enjoying these podcasts. Have a beautiful day.